0: Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille, and as always, so grateful, thankful, and excited to have you here for another episode. This week, my friends, we're talking about why you aren't speaking up why you are holding it in, why you're not saying the things you want to say, the things that are on your chest, the things that are in your brain, the things that are just like you're itching to say them, but something keeps stopping you, something keeps getting in your way. I've written down three reasons why you might not be speaking up. And as always, my friends, I want you to take what sticks to you, leave the rest. If anything doesn't resonate with you, just leave it. It's not for you. So here's the first reason why you aren't speaking up. You might be afraid of the response and whether or not you can handle it, or if you're going to be safe. I'm going to lend the be safe part to our second one, so give me a second. We're going to unpack the first part of that. You are afraid of the response and whether or not you can handle it. Sometimes when we have something that we want to say, whether it's to a boss, to a partner, to our father, we're afraid that once this thing gets out of my mouth, I don't know how they're going to respond. And... Likely, if you're hesitant to speaking up, this is probably a person that maybe reacts to what you say, maybe has, um, I don't want to say anger problems, but responds in a angry, annoyed, frustrated way more often than not. And that might be why you don't want to speak up. I'm afraid that they're going to respond in a way that's going to leave me feeling less than, frustrated, sad, annoyed, depressed, whatever it is. And so instead of, this is what I want to offer, instead of just saying, I don't want to, it's going to be too uncomfortable, because notice your brain is always trying to protect you. So in this case, your brain is trying to protect you from getting a remark back that might hurt your feelings. So really your brain is trying to protect you from getting your feelings hurt, from feeling bad, right? And so the brain says, you know, it's not really worth it. I don't really want to speak up if this is going to leave me feeling bad, therefore not solving whatever the issue, the problem is that I'm wanting to speak up in the first place. So notice all of that right? Even though we've identified that there could be a solution by speaking up, the brain talks us out of it because it is scarier (laughs) to hear the response than it is to live in the reality that you're living in right now. But what I want to offer is that you can handle it, right? You can handle whatever response comes back from them. Let's say this is a person that is often frustrated, judgmental, whatever it is. Instead of being surprised, that is to go like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that they responded that way. Some part of you already believes that they're going to respond in that way. So should they respond in a way that we'll say is harsh, how can you still respond with love? How can you still have a productive dialogue? That's where I want you to start to have your own back. The brain says this is going to be too difficult. I'm not going to do it. What I want to offer is you can handle whatever remark comes back at you. And if that were true, because you might be out of practice, maybe you've never responded to somebody being harsh to you. What if it was true that you could handle it? What if it was true that you could dialogue with that person, even if they were annoyed, even if they're frustrated, right? Go to that place where you have your own back, even though somebody talks to you in a way that you do not want to be spoken to. How can you have your own back in that moment? because what I want for you is to start speaking up instead of continuing to swallow those words and keep them locked inside because I'm afraid of what they're going to say. I want you to have your own back anyway. Here's the second reason you might not be speaking up. You're afraid of risking the relationship. This becomes especially true when we're talking romantic relationships. Often my clients won't want to speak up in a relationship or bring up something because they're afraid of the way that their partner is going to respond or they're afraid it's going to straight up just end the relationship. If I bring up that I don't like that he does X, Y, and Z, or I would prefer that he did X, Y, and Z, or I would like to try X, Y, and Z, I'm afraid that my partner is going to respond in a way that is negative, that thinks that I'm crazy or makes me feel crazy or just decides, nope, this is not for me. If that's you. First, I would recommend going back to that podcast episode, How to Date Like a Boss, because here's the thing. I said it in that episode. I'm going to say it again. If this is your person, if this is your 10, then they're going to be receptive. Then they might be uncomfortable. I'm not saying that they're going to love everything that comes out of your mouth, especially if it's an uncomfortable conversation, but they're willing to dialogue with you. They're willing to be present with you. They're willing to have a conversation, to compromise with you, to hear you. So instead of, saying, no, I don't, I'm afraid that they're going to leave me. I don't want to speak up. I want you to notice what that's doing. What that ends up causing us to do often, as always, take out six, you leave the rest. But what we often do is if you're not speaking up and you're swallowing those words, resentment starts to build, right? I wish they would just put those dishes away. How come they don't lock the door? How come they don't call me? They used to text me every single morning and they used to hug me in the morning or they used to da, 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 da speak up. Your partner cannot read your mind. As much as we want to say that a partner can read her mind, as much as I want to say that I can read Tyler's mind, as much as I want to say that I can read my client's mind, we actually just can't read people's minds. And so speaking up allows for a space and place of conversation, of communication, of compromise. And if you're afraid that the person that you're speaking to is going to straight up leave the relationship because of what you have to say, Here's what I would offer to you. Be willing for that to be okay. Be willing for people to walk out of your life. We're not pushing people out of our lives. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being honest about our feelings. Being honest about, hey, when you did this, it made me feel that way. Being honest about, I used to love when you would text me good morning every single morning and you haven't done it in a while and I would just love if you would do it again, right? This doesn't have to be, I think sometimes we think when we're we're wanting something from our partner, it's got to be deep or, you know... If I ask for text messages every single morning, I'm going to be needy. No. And what is wrong with wanting affection? What is wrong with asking for affection? If your partner used to do something that you absolutely love, tell them. Tell them. There's a chance that they forgot. There's a chance that they've just gotten comfortable and out of practice and didn't know how important it was to you, right? Bring it up. Tell them. Here's the third reason. Third reason why you aren't speaking up. What if I'm wrong? What if I'm misunderstanding and I ask a stupid question or look dumb? That's really what the heart of it is. I'm afraid of looking stupid. I'm afraid of looking dumb. So I'm not going to speak up at all. This one kills me. This one especially comes up in a work setting when I'm working with clients. They're like, I want to speak up in the meeting. I want to speak up at this event. But I'm afraid to. I don't want to look dumb. Can we just get rid of that? Can we just get rid of that? You asking a question to gather more information is actually highly, it's smart. It's a smart thing to do. It's, it helps you to gain knowledge and to gain information instead of smiling and nodding and not actually knowing what's going on. Then you actually feel dumb because you're like, I, don't, I, don't, I really actually don't know what's going on. So ask, what are you talking about? What are you referring to? Did I miss that meeting where you were talking about this? I'm so sorry, can you refresh my memory? What does that mean? Or straight up, if you don't know what something means and it's not a refreshing of your memory, just ask. I've gotten really comfortable with asking people their name more than once. This was something for a really long time I would not speak up on. I don't want to ask somebody their name. I've already asked them. They're going to think I'm dumb. They're going to think I can't remember anything. I've completely thrown that out the window. Completely thrown that out the window. I now have to learn. I have 36 new staff members now. I have two sites. I have, I don't know how many parents. Probably 100 plus parents and 100 plus, probably 200 students. I have no idea. All of these names I have to learn. I have gotten really comfortable with asking people I'm so sorry. What is your name? Please remind me your name, right? And I also learned this when I was teaching Pure Bar. When I'm seeing clients come into the studio all the time and this woman may have taken my class three times and I'm still not remembering her name. I have learned it's better for me to ask than to go through that whole class and I never say her name. I never give her congratulations. I never say go Glenn because I or Glenn whatever her name is, right? Because I didn't know her name, Please let go of the idea of looking dumb. Ask the questions. Because in asking them, you gain knowledge. It is okay to ask questions. It is okay to not know. I think that's something that comes up a lot too. People are like, I don't want to say I don't know. But if you don't know, then you don't know and ask the questions and find out. Right? It is okay to not know. That is totally okay. So again, here are the three reasons, my friends, why you might not be speaking up. One. You're afraid of the response. It might be a harsh response. You're afraid of how somebody might remark back to you. So therefore your brain says, nope, I would rather be safe in my cocoon of the unknown. I would rather not speak up because then I then it's out of my control. It's like playing volleyball, right? Right now the ball's in my hand, the racket's in my hand, and I'm good here, right? But that's not how you play the game. You have to toss the ball up. You have to hit the ball. You have to volley it across the the court right? And you don't know what they're going to hit back. You don't know what direction it's going to get hit back at you, but you need to trust that you're agile enough to, to figure it out. And here's the other thing. Let's move with that metaphor. Let's say you don't hit the ball back the way you thought you were going to. Let's say you miss the ball. Maybe the response goes over your head and it's jarring to you. Trust that you can run and go get the ball, come back and start again. Right? It's not all over if the ball goes off the court. It's not all over if you get a response from somebody, whether it's your partner, your coworker, whoever, that you're not anticipating. Take a deep breath. Have your own back. Be willing to say, you know what, I don't have the answer to that right now, but I'll find out. Be willing to say, you know, I didn't actually get that. Can you repeat that? Be willing to ask the questions. Be willing to stand up for yourself and notice the part of you I think that when we say stand up for yourself people automatically go to this place of I'm going to be confrontational and confrontational is bad take the negative connotation out of confrontational we want to confront the problem I want to be a person that confronts the problem I don't I'm okay with being confrontational if that's what that means I don't want to sit in the shadows twiddling my thumbs hoping that the answer lands in my lap I'm going to ask the questions and get the answers that I need right? The way to it is through it. Please go through the discomfort. Stop trying to avoid the discomfort. You are making yourself more uncomfortable. You're resenting people more when we stay in this place. I want you to speak up. Here's the second reason again. We are afraid of risking the relationship. We're afraid of this person leaving our lives. In a sales perspective, when you're selling things, right? Right now, coaching for me, I've raised my prices a few times. And so when I first started, I was at, I think, $100 a session. It was like the going rate for a therapist or for a life coach, for both. And I had to risk the relationship. I had to be willing to say to people, I cost $100 per session. And I had to be willing for people to say, no, thank you. I had to be willing for people to say, no, thank you. And lots of people did. And then I raised my prices and other people said, no, thank you. And I had to be willing to have my own back to risk those relationships, to say, it's okay if we're not a good fit in this way, right? I still have a free podcast. I offer workshops. There are other ways to interact with my work. Be willing to risk the relationship. And again, here's the third one. Sometimes we're afraid of looking dumb. We're afraid of looking stupid. You are not dumb. You are not stupid. I want to give you that first and foremost. Please notice if you're operating from the place of, am I dumb? Am I stupid? You are not. I want you to affirm, I am intelligent, I am curious, I am kind, I am smart, I am intelligent. I may have said intelligent twice. Affirm what you want to believe and notice all the moments that we affirm the opposite. I'm afraid of looking dumb. It's going to look dumb if I open up my mouth. That is not true. Where did you get that from? Notice that judgment. And I want you to flip it around. Do you judge other people? For asking questions and be honest with yourself, because that might be where this is coming from. If you notice yourself judging other people in meetings or wherever you are that are asking questions that are raising their hand and being curious, that's probably why you're not letting yourself do it. The judgments we send to other people are the judgments we apply to ourselves. So notice if you are in meetings judging other people for being curious and asking questions. And then on the flip side, notice if you're not and give yourself some grace, Oh, I'm over here thinking that people are going to judge me, but I I don't care if people ask questions. Actually, it helps me get the answer too. So start to notice how you're thinking about speaking up. Speaking up makes me weak. Speaking up makes me look dumb. Notice all the thoughts around it. And I want to encourage you to speak up, that you can trust yourself, that your questions are valid, that if you don't know something, you don't know something. And that doesn't mean anything other than you don't know it. Doesn't mean that you're dumb. Doesn't mean that you're behind. Doesn't mean that you're bad. Just means that you don't know that piece of information. Be willing to ask the question. Be willing to speak up. If you have needs in your relationship, be willing to risk the relationship in speaking up. I think that that comes up so much for people. I'm afraid that if I ask for what I need in this relationship, they're going to leave. Then that's not your person. Check in. What is keeping you from speaking up? And what if when you did speak up, it went better than you expected? Play with that what if. A lot of the time, our brain trying to protect us spins around in all these negative what ifs, trying to protect us always. What if this happens and what if that happens and what if this happens? So the brain says, uh-uh, I'm going to stay right here. I'm comfortable. I'm good. But what if it goes well? What if your conversation with your partner goes well? What if your conversation with your boss goes well? What if your conversation with your friend goes really well, better than you expected? What if? Play with that. Speak up, my friends. I'll see you next week. Hey friend, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love to invite you for one-on-one coaching. If you go to nandicamille.com and you click on discovery call, you can learn more about what it means to coach with me one-on-one, what it looks like to book a discovery call, and what it looks like to be coached. To know if working with me To help you accomplish your goals is the right fit for you and your family. I like to believe there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's only what's most in alignment for you and your goals. And as a coach, that is my job to help you better fine tune what is in alignment for you, help you take action, rewrite those limiting beliefs, and actually help you create the new results that you want to create in your life. It starts by feeling better though, right? The only reason you want those things is because you're tired of feeling the way you're feeling. If you're ready, I'm ready to help you feel better and create new results. Go to NandiCamille.com to learn more. But if you're ready to jump right in, go to NandiCamille.as.me. This information is also in the show notes, NandiCamille.com to learn more, NandiCamille.as.me to go ahead and book your first call. I can't wait to meet you.